we love the city of Dayton, quite frankly, and think there's a lot of good things going on and think there should be a voice for it. Presented by MostMetro.com and produced at Brian's Dining Room Table, a podcast by two guys who love life in Dayton, Ohio. The Brian and Brian podcast starts now. All right, we're back. Uh, This is Brian. And this is Brian. And today we are going to talk about Dayton, which you're going to see a theme in our podcasts. And that theme is generally going to be uh, Brian, Brian, and uh, we're going to talk about Dayton. So there's there's things happening in Dayton, and there's a lot of things happening. I mean, we'll mix in some things. I know we, we've talked about some other things, mostly Dayton-oriented, but we're both you know, social media types who like to spread some of that wisdom every now and then. That's true. And, you know, we're, we're having a conversation, actually, before we hit record, and Brian stopped me mid-sentence and said, we should be recording this conversation. Yes. And so... That's uh, that's the, now that we have a podcast. Every time I, I'm thinking about something, like we need to save that for the podcast. We need to think about talking about that during the podcast. So we we don't talk anymore. And no, we, we don't. And we, there's no there's the problem is is that the successful podcasts have planning. We do not have planning. I don't know if that's a true statement. I've heard some of them that wing it rather successfully. Really? But yeah. Um, I listen to the Jackie and Laurie show. Yeah. Uh, on a regular basis and they have things written down but the, the funny thing the thing that i'm amused by and i'm a comedy nerd but one of the funny things that i'm amused by is like they'll talk about it they're like how much stuff do you have on the list how much time do you have left in this podcast yeah like they're very aware of what they're doing like i need to do this much time and okay. this is my set fair list enough. Fair and, enough. and sometimes they run out and they just have to wing it like they've they've done back to back ones where it's very clear like we've got nothing left to talk about. Then they dig in a little bit and they start start having a conversation. But it's a good podcast to also have to listen to. I should say from the standpoint is like they go through the process and how hard it is to be you know a woman in a particular business or just somebody who's still trying to grind their way to the top after 30, 40 years of being in an industry. So I think there's a lot of things that you can learn from that particular podcast. Well, I think we, we sort of operated the same way. Last week, we, we talked about places to give, and uh, and we, we talked about our favorite charities here in the Dayton area, and we sort of had a list. So we mm-hmm. did throw off with a yeah. list, and then, but yeah, I... Maybe there's more prep than it, it, it seems. No, I threw an audible in there, too, so... That's okay. Yeah, well, that, that that's the... It's our podcast. We can do what you want. So, uh, should be good. Uh, we, yeah, this is our podcast. We can do what we want. That's we, true. we are the boss. We there are no editors. There there's no funders as of yet. Hint hint. Uh, so we can say and do what we want. Yeah, that, I mean that's true. But if we want funders, hint hint, we do need to make it a, a good sounding product. Not that we're doing this to to get funding, hint hint, but we're doing this because we're two guys who like who love the city of Dayton, quite frankly, and think there's a lot of good things going on, and think there should be a voice for it. You know that, that that's a great segue, Brian. Uh, not <laughs> that's what I do, Brian. <laughs> I create good segues for you to do the heavy lifting. Thanks for the segue, Bry. Uh, remind me never to call you Bry again. Also, I will. Okay. <laughs> so here we are uh, in December. When this makes it to the airwaves or the internet waves, whatever, uh, it is the time where 
we are hosting people in Dayton, and guys like you and I who who are often cheerleaders for what's happening in Dayton are asked frequently, mm-hmm. where should I take my aunt and uncle for brunch? Where should I coordinate uh, my Christmas party for my office? Or my my in-laws are coming in from some godforsaken place. I need to take them to dinner. Yeah. Uh, or uh, also, I'm looking to shop local. The, wh- where do you go to find some good Dayton-centric gifts? Right. So that so let's let's talk about that today. One of my favorite gifts that I received from my brothers was a box of Cleveland, where they took a bunch of local Cleveland products and put in a box for me to take down to Dayton. I think that would be a fun thing to do for if you wanted to put together like some Esther Price chocolates or some warp and some warped wing beer. Yeah. You know, stop at Hart Mercantile, get some T shirts at Clash Consignments and get some T shirts. You know, Maybe grab a, a gift certificate to Frickers. You Let's know, back up real quick. Put, when you said, you said Hart and Clash with t-shirts, they do have some pretty funny t-shirts. But have you seen the coffee mugs and the glasses they're producing, though? No. There's some witty stuff. Interesting. And uh, and makes me think like of other gifts. And I'm a t-shirt guy. You're a t-shirt guy. But, um, yeah, that's a great, exa- a great idea, the basket. We did that for a friend last year. We traveled out of state, and we took them at Dayton. Cincinnati basket of Skyline Chili, Mike Sells, Esther Price Chocolates, uh, and these folks in Louisiana could have been more excited to have is, a taste of Dayton. Is Mike Sells Dayton or Cincy? It's, it's Dayton. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Grippos. I think that's Cincy. Grippos? Okay. Yeah, Mike Sells is as Dayton as as you get. Mike Sells is delightful. Yes. I do enjoy their chips. And I love, real quick, side note, I love how Esther Price is sort of like the glue that binds the community. Mm-hmm. She's worked Esther like it's a she. I don't know who if Esther's there anymore. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe the caramel that binds the community. It could be because they've done the chocolate dip chips from Mike Sells. Mm-hmm. Then also every year by the time of the year we get a new chocolate beer from Warped Wing right. as Esther's partner. I just I love that. I think a a, a, a dipped chocolate dipped Mike Sells potato chip could be the best thing to come out of Dayton since the electric starter. It could be. What about the pop top? What about the pop can? Could you imagine not having having a how to carry around a key into that open? I yeah. know someone did. Someone did. Ermel, good yes. job, buddy. Good, well done. So, okay, so let's say your your in laws are here in town. Yes, but your parents. My parents come in. Where do you take them to dinner? Your your Clevelander parents. Where do you take them to dinner? My parents enjoy the greasy spoon, so we go to Hasty Tasty Quaff. And in fact, they asked for that, not so much by name, but they'll go, you know that place that we went to um, after your wedding and then the last time we came down? We want to go there. So they go to the Hasty, and we love it. It's a great little uh, hole-in-the-wall, greasy spoon type of place that, you know, it's really good for breakfast. It's inexpensive. It's cozy and family yeah. and the menu is big yeah there's a lot of stuff there's some variety on it there's something for everybody i agree i agree uh i i don't think you can go wrong with hasty tasty um it's, it's a solid pick um when i'm trying to think like where i take people to like i've taken people to dublin pub often mm-hmm. because it is a, it's it's it has a lot of character it's very has a good solid date and feel uh i do like the dub pub so. See, I even challenge you to drive them down the street a little bit further to Fifth Street Group Up, because that is locally owned. True. By the by residents like myself, who, right? Who 
paid a little bit of money and said, we want a piece of this action. Do you know what's even You know what I think is even a bigger hidden... Fifth Street Brew Pub, I feel like that partnership, the, the, the ownership of the neighborhood and, and the beer that they produce there and the beer they serve there, but their menu is fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's and that's why I think it's such a, a a gem in the city is because they do have a great menu and they do make some really great beers, but it's it's almost far enough off the beaten path that I don't think a lot of people think about it. Like when you're going through the Oregon district, yeah, and you hit, um, is it Franco's that's over there? Yeah, Sorry. yeah, you got to go over Franco's, you go Wayne to Franco's. Yeah, uh, you hit. Dublin pub, all of a sudden, that's about as far as you go. You yeah. don't think, oh, well, if I go another three or four blocks. Just cross Kiwi. I'm going there. To, I am going to find Fifth Street Brew Pub. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And But it does, thing like Hasty Tasty or Fifth Street is that you're getting a taste of a neighborhood where it sits. Yes. The clientele of Fifth Street is really different from that of Warped Wing or from something in the Oregon district because it is neighborhood centric. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you drive in the suburbs like I have done to go to, to Fifth Street Brew Pub, um, you feel just like a local. They don't say, oh, yeah, Suburbanite Table 12. It's not. It's it's very warm, but it is a different feel. Mm-hmm. Solid choice. Um, I, golden Nugget. I think you kind of have to take someone there. Yeah. Golden Nugget. I mean, it's it's tough to get in, but it's worth it. They're... they're uh, uh, crap buckwheat pancakes mm-hmm. are fantastic and uh, my wife is a huge fan of their cinnamon pancakes which I have unsuccessfully tried to replicate at home I think I have a few new ideas to try but so far I've gotten close but not quite the cigar yeah yeah that's there's something magical about what happens in that kitchen maybe there. it's pixie dust it, you know i think i you know i think it's just in some secret imported greek ingredient that you can't find here but probably the is. family there um i'll tell you a place that i do like to take people and we're going to be out of the city proper but uh it's on my mind because they announced a third location but double days yes uh i hands down i would say double days is the top five pizza in dayton uh, other people like for soups and salads and great sandwiches and burgers, uh, but my kids love the pizza there. I love the environment there. I think I go there for the quesadillas. Yeah, you know what? I remember that's what you ordered last time we were there together. I think the seven-layer quesadilla. Sometimes I do the buffalo chicken pizza quesadilla, and every now and then they have a parmesan, like a chicken parmesan quesadilla. That's really delightful as well. I, I love your knowledge of the quesadilla menu. At Look, there's very few things there that I. I've actually tried that are not quesadillas so or salads. So what restaurant would you say you frequent the most? Christopher's. Christopher's. It's, it's not even a, a relatively close contest. You are a cheerleader for Christopher's, which is a great restaurant, by yes, the way. Yes, I absolutely am a huge fan. I'm a, now, I'm a fan of Christopher's because when I first moved down here, I had to get my oil changed because that's what you do when you're an adult and you own a vehicle. Yes. I went to the Midas, and I was like, well, I've got an hour. What am I going to do? I'm not going to sit in the in their little lobby with bad magazines so i walked over not only did i find christopher's which has a delightful menu uh again a little bit of something for everybody from comfort food to really elegant dishes Mm -hmm. but it's right next to a really fantastic comic book store so i would go in i'd go to the comic book store mavericks by name 
buy some comics, talk to the people in there, then I'd go next door, have lunch or breakfast or whatever time of day it happened to be, get my car finished, and head out, keep going. You know, we've talked about Christopher's a lot, and I feel like they are a, they are a top-tier restaurant in Dayton. It's a seasonal menu. A lot of it's locally sourced. It's all handmade. There's no GFS truck backing up to the back with boxes of frozen anything. Um, but they're in a strip mall. So I think they're often overlooked and not compared to other restaurants that are doing similar work. And I think they're far enough away from other core places that no one really thinks to go there. Yeah. Like, if you're going downtown, I mean, you're still relatively close to Brown Street. You're still relatively close to some of the other really fine restaurants in that area. But it's kind of in the middle of, like, uh, not too far away from there is Little Saigon. Yeah. Which is another fantastic Vietnamese place. But, again, no one really thinks about going there because it's on Woodman mm -hmm. in a place where there's not many not other there. restaurants. Yeah. Or really much there at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and I'm a big fan of Christopher's, but I know that's one of your go-to absolutely go-to places. So. Now, outside of food, like I know we're going to feed these people well, but what else do we do? You know, that's where I, I tell you, I think this time of the year is full of stuff, and uh, I just was telling somebody about to visit mostmetro.com. Shameless plug, but it's true of all the calendar things that are happening, whether it's shows or theater downtown, but just the Schuster Center alone to me is a must-stop for any person from out of town to see the classic storefronts to walk downtown and see the lights and the way downtown really looks uh even even i do not ice skate but part of walking through riverscape uh downtown a monument is part of the holidays for us now uh when our kids are smaller they skated but now we will go downtown get a hot chocolate the walk through the schuster and see the storefront uh, displays from the old reich store and um and then we'll walk to Riverscape and uh, not even skate, but just to see the river and see the lights and watch people skate. I think you can't miss downtown uh, at this time of the year. Did you say mostmetro.com? Um, you know what? I went to the Schuster Center for the first time this year for the Alton Brown thing. I had never oh, been there before. okay. And I had no idea about the storefront thing. So apparently I am going to have to go down yeah. and visit the Schuster Center. Um but while you're downtown, why not just head over to the Dayton Art Institute as well? They sure. always have something amazing in their main gallery. Mm -hmm. And even walking around some of the side galleries and, and looking into the cloister, there's always great art. There. And it's free. Yeah, it's free. People offer free. I think people shy away from there. Uh, one, the, the, I don't know, they want to go across the river, which I don't get that. Get It's a very pretty bridge this time of the year. It's lit up in different colors. But it's free, mm -hmm. and um, the the specialty the specialty exhibits are not no correct. just so you're aware correct yeah. yeah if there's a traveling event uh, like truly a few years ago there's 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 uh, Mupa there's, there right now yeah right one of my favorite so there is a, there is a premium for those special visits but uh, special galleries but the majority of it including uh, the cafe and the and the book and the, and the gift shop and the main galleries are are free and uh, are kid friendly yeah and I think. It's a really nice place to walk, and it's one of those places that you keep exploring, and you find more stuff, and you keep exploring, and you find more. It's like, I remember the first couple times I went there, I just kept going, I had no idea this building was so big and had mm -hmm. so many things on display, because it, it felt like every time I went into a gallery, there was like two or three more galleries mm -hmm. I hadn't quite gotten to yet. Exactly. Um, 
And if you're a member, you can bring in extra people for free or reduced cost. It just depends on your level of membership. You know what I love about it is that the halls and the galleries are in that way that you sort of find things that you didn't expect. Remember one of the first times I had been back there just years ago now, coming around the corner and boom, uh, right in front of you uh, is, um, I just lost his name as I'm printing the sentence, uh, the guy that did all the Campbell soup cans. Oh, and, Warhol. Yeah, there's, there's an original Andy Warhol that's like 10 feet tall and 10 feet wide staring you in the face mm-hmm. here in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes we uh, attribute great art and great artists with the big cities. But, man, there's some real gems right here in Dayton, and it's free to walk up and see those pieces. And that one still surprises me. And you come around that gallery, you can go left or right around that, 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 that wall, and that Warhol sits right before the door out of that gallery, and it, it just stops me in my tracks every time to know that we have that piece right here in Dayton. And they have movies, too. Like, they, yes. have, a, they have a little gallery in there, because just, that just popped into my head that... Uh, Salvador Dali once teamed with Disney to work on a cartoon mm-hmm. and they played it kind of like on repeat in one of their galleries for a while and it it was a disturbing cartoon yes um not not in a like creepy way not, not in a, like a gory or anything like that way it was just like very different than what you expect from a cartoon yeah um but it's it was fantastic that the the Dayton uh Art Institute had that kind of thing available. So what else? So what? I mean, I will give a plug. Uh, there's a story slam on December 19 uh, in the Wileys in the, in the at Wileys in the Oregon District, which from walking distance from there, so many great places to eat and get a drink. Uh, too numerous to even begin to list. Uh, among Salar and Tainine and Lilies and uh, Corner Kitchen and Roost, you can't throw a rock off of Fifth Street there. Not had a great place to get a meal. Uh, what other events are you looking forward to uh, during the holidays here in Dayton? See, normally, like a lot of times, I've been in retail for so long that I there's not a lot of events that I know there's the Nutcracker that's going to yep. be downtown. Yeah, is it a big deal? I'm not sure when. Yep. Uh, but those are some tickets to look out for. The Victoria Theater. Keep an eye out at the Victoria Theater to see what they're going to be doing for the holidays. And UD basketball is up and running. I uh, love to take friends to UD basketball, especially if. They're not familiar with big time Division One college basketball. The, the UD experience rivals uh, anything uh, that you can compare, like UNC or UK basketball. It, it's a real, it's a real delight for basketball fans. Mm-hmm. Trans Siberian Orchestra always at the Nutter Center about now. Um, yeah, I think they're yeah they are coming back this year. And then uh, you always have the Harlem Globetrotters that close out the year at Nutter usually on New Year's Eve, which is a fun event as well. I think the Nutter Center is another place because we've gotten so many places downtown that mm-hmm. have events, like I said, like the Victoria and the Schuster Center and even Sinclair. Sinclair has a theater and uh, they have events during this time of year. But, you know, I don't know if enough people are still looking at the Nutter Center as a place to, to go and see an event. I mean, they still have concerts there. Like you were saying, they have the, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra out there. And while you're out there, you can do some Christmas shopping. There's a lot of great. There's a lot of great places in the Fairborn area. Isn't it funny how um, you can get anywhere in Dayton in 15 minutes, basically? Uh, but I talked to somebody the other day that said they're going to the mall, and I assumed the Dayton Mall, 
They looked at me like I had two heads. Like, why would they go to the Dayton Mall? They were going to the Fairfield Mall, which is a weird name because it's in Beaver Creek. It's not in Fairfield at all. Um, to me, the people who go to Beaver Creek would never go to the Dayton Mall. And the Dayton Mall people would never drive out to Beaver Creek. The people that shop at the Green wouldn't go to either one. Uh, I, I recently went to dinner out at the Fairfield Mall to try the new uh, Melt. And it felt weird. I felt like I was going far out, but it really was no farther than me going to the Dayton Mall or me going to the Green, really. Uh, but people really do have geographic preferences. But all that to say, no matter which part of town you live in, you're not far from a center of great restaurants, great shopping, and great entertainment. No, not at all. And I I am from Cleveland, and so I don't know if I'm going to – like Cle- like when we go to Melt, we go to Melt when we're back in Cleveland visiting with my family. So we're both kind of weird about, like, do we want to go down here? But I'm sure it's fantastic. Also, the Promonti brothers from – uh, Pittsburgh sure is up at the Fairfield Commons Mall, but you're right. I think it's interesting because we did do once where there was a discussion like it was the same store, and we're like, are we going to go to the Fairfield Commons or are we going to go to the Dayton Mall? And it's about equidistant depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still a lot of great places outside of that. They both have uh, fantastic movie theaters to step into. Uh, go see something there, and if you're talking, if we're talking about movie theaters, or we're talking about things that are are unique to Dayton, the Neon, which oh. I'm going to admit on this very podcast that I don't think I've ever been to a show. Really, the Neon? Can I tell you my story? Going to the Neon, I I we started going there, and check your calendars for the Neon right now. By the way, if you hear this podcast and it's you heard it in 2017, check the calendar for the Neon. They do a thing uh, every year uh, on Saturdays during the holiday season. Where they do a family-friendly movie uh, on Saturdays for for very little bit of movie, a little bit of money, and um, I'm, I'm pulling it up now uh, to, so I can be accurate in this. But we started taking our kids there to see these awesome holiday movies they would do through the month of December. And I remember going there once, and I have two specific memories. One is my kid. Nicole Nett, please forgive me uh, as the sin of a father, but my son was wearing Crocs. This is years ago, and it had just snowed, and he's and, he, and I said, why are you wearing Crocs in the snow? And he says, as a nine-year-old would have done, I'm wearing socks, which I don't know to be more mortified or proud that he thought of to wear socks with these plastic shoes. And the other thing is that the Neon shows movies that nobody else is showing, a lot of independent films, small release films, but there's a bar. And this is before the bar at the Green Theater, and I got a delicious blueberry beer there once. I enjoyed the movie with my kids and had a beer with my kids on a Saturday matinee, and I loved it. Um, but the Neon's a great little theater, um, and I would recommend everybody uh, get in there to, to see uh, a movie at the Neon. Right now, uh, Lady Bird is playing, uh, Three Billboards Outside is playing, and the family... Here it is, the Family Holiday series I want to tell you guys about. They're going to play um, Prancer, a film by Little Girl Who Finds One of Santa's Reindeer. Uh, that's um, on December 2nd. Get this at noon. It's $2 for adults. Kids 12 and under are free. Miracle on 34th Street on Saturday the 9th. And Home Alone uh, is going to play on the 16th. Again, um, free for kids. Let me repeat, free movie for your kids at noon on Saturday, December 
family movies at the neon uh, you got to get down there and see prancer uh, home alone or miracle on 34th street so you let your kid out in crocs i <clears throat> that's all i got out of that story i i kind of I I, stopped listening when i heard i let my son out in public with crocs i mean because you're you're a pretty good dresser and yeah I, it, you, know, <laughs> you have a nine-year-old son. You let them do things that you yourself would not do. And I think I was just more excited that I could take the whole family downtown on a Saturday in December and see a movie and um, and get them into a cool venue. Like, my kids walked in the neon. Like, this is awesome. This is old-school film. It's not digital. It's not surround sound. It's not Dolby 7.8.3. This is old-school little theater with a great snack bar and a bar. Like, and the more we keep speaking, the more I keep thinking of other places that are not just, like, to the north of town or the south of town, but, like, just downtown, like the Boonshoff Museum. Sure. Just going out, you know, taking a little bit of a drive, going into nature, and seeing a little bit of everything at the Boonshoff. They've yeah. got that amazing center area that kids can kind of climb around on and play uh, with slides and rope ladders, but there's still a lot of great learning that you can do in there. When you go into the planetarium, when you go um, upstairs and you see all of the ecosystems in the surrounding area. And there's even some things outside, which maybe during the winter isn't exactly what you want to do. But they have a little trail that kind of shows the distance of the planets from each other. And you just Mm -hmm. kind of walk for a while and you kind of get a bigger idea of how large... The galaxy is and not only that it always seems like on during the week or at least on uh, weekend evenings there's something going on at the yeah. Dome shop yeah it, and I think people often try to compare Dayton to Cincinnati and Columbus or Cleveland and they give ourselves a, a lower grade but a dollar for dollar an hour for hour what the boom shot offers a, a five or seven or ten or eleven twelve year old competes with COSI in Columbus every day of the week or the Toledo Children's Museum or or Cincinnati Children's Museum, it may not be in square footage, but for dollar for dollar for the drive, you can't beat it on a Saturday afternoon. Mm, mm, not at all. I, so, I, and that's that's the things that you know, going out and exploring and finding all of these little places are just fantastic. Yeah, because you know you don't always think about all of this concentrated entertainment here in Dayton, but when you start thinking about it, and as I said, as, as we keep talking, I keep thinking, oh, yeah, you can go, you know, we haven't even talked about the Air Force Museum. Sure. We haven't talked about any of the other, like, going out to Yellow Springs, mm-hmm. to, to Young's Jersey Dairy, or sure. if they're a cocktail person going to the oldest continually operating bar in Ohio, which is also in Yellow Springs. I mean, there's so many amazing things to do right here in this area it's almost like if you have a weekend where do you start where do you yeah exactly but i think what happens is is for daytonians who've been here for a long time i've been here now for back for almost 18 years and i grew up here uh, we take these things for granted so when people come in from out of town what i have to remember is sure i've been to the museum twice a year my entire life the air force museum but when my relatives or cousins come in from alabama or out west They've not been there. Mm-hmm. And so for me to think, I haven't been there, but then to experience it new through their eyes, and uh, I feel the same way at Yellow Springs. Like, I've been to Yellow Springs. I camped in Yellow Springs my whole life, and mm-hmm. I, I took my wedding party to Young's Jersey Dairy the day before my wedding 20 years ago. But when family from out of town comes, that's an experience, and you see it fresh uh, from a fresh perspective. Um, in the same way Date Art Institute or, or the Victoria Theater 
uh, whenever you get into the Schuster Center, the, that main theater, and you look up at the ceiling, you're, you're quickly reminded why you decided to bring somebody to a show there. And the same with the Air Force, Air Force Museum. That's that's one of a kind. Nobody else has that. But but here in grade school, we went every year in grade school. Yeah. I, and but I all these things I got to remember to see it through somebody else's eyes when I take my sister or niece or my brother's kids uh, to one of these places that it is fresh. Mm-hmm. And but we take these things for granted, and these are things that you can't find uh, in the other big cities in Ohio. No, I mean not at all, and and I think that's one of the nice things about having people in town and having all of these resources is you can show them, hey, Dayton, Dayton has a lot to do, and you're not going to get it all done. I mean, and this is winter. We're talking about no, this is just this month. This, this month, is, yeah, this is just like December. We're not even talking about other things that are happening through the other 11 months of the right. year. We're just focused mainly on what you can do this month. And I'm telling you this, if, if you have a kids and family coming from out of town this month, I would, I would just start with uh, a noon movie at the neon on a Saturday, take them to the Schuster, walk over to Riverscape and you've got uh, a full day uh, that is a downtown winter experience that can't be rivaled. Uh, Anywhere else in Ohio, I would say, uh, if, you, if you're looking for things to do on a Saturday in, in Dayton, you're not not looking close enough. And all these details for all these venues, you can find at mostmetro.com for real. Um, everything from the neon schedule to uh, Riverscape links for ice skating uh, and places to eat in between, and more. I mean, we haven't mentioned anything that the Dayton Metro Library might be doing, or any of the other smaller venues around town might be doing. So there's dozens of other things that we haven't yep. even touched on let's let's yeah. make it let's make a show note do you know there are like more than a dozen theater companies in dayton actually no i did not the, black box black box yeah black Rock. but yeah but there's those are national I mean, yeah and there, 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 a dozen theater companies in dayton that all have shows throughout the month we could do a whole we need to do a whole podcast on a theater scene in dayton or you know talk about the, the dayton funny bone or wiley's comedy club yeah. They have shows going on at all times. Yeah. I heard there's this thing on Tuesday night on the 19th. That's right, the Little Story Slam. Poetry Slam is growing, growing quickly, out at uh, Yellow Cab Tavern or Yellow Cab Tavern. What do I don't think that? it's. I think it's just Yellow, Yellow Cab. Building. The Yellow Cab Building. Yeah, is the Poetry Slam every month. Uh, th- there's a lot going on, and we hope that this uh, podcast is a starting point for you to entertain your family and friends from out of town this month. There's gonna be a lot of notes for this one. Where am I gonna see you this month? You're going to see me this month? Yeah, we're going to be. I don't know. Now You're going to be at Christopher's. I'm going to be at Christopher's at least. Um, I am definitely going to be at the Dayton Art Institute. I, I have to see the Alphonse Mucha uh, exhibit before it right. disappears. If it stays cold enough, I am going to try to go out and do some ice skating, which I do like once every five years. I want you to text me. I'll bring the family. We'll watch you ice skate. <laughs> that's not that's not very nice. We'll catch a movie at at the Neon. I'm sure we'll do that later this month, and uh, then we'll we'll watch some catch ice something skaters. catch something serious at the Neon, and then go lighten up. Then we'll go lighten up over there. Go watch go watch this guy skate and fall for half an hour in your hockey sweater of choice. In my I hockey sweater of choice, absolutely. Very good. Looking forward to that. Wonderful. I'm glad it can be entertainment for your family. And I'll tell you what. I'll send the kids home, and we'll go to the uh, we'll go to Warped Wing for a beer afterwards. I like that. That's a damn good Saturday. You know what? If you're going to pay me in Warped Wing beer, I will go 
uh, make a fool of myself for you as long as you need it to happen. Listen, the first round of, of Esther's Little Secrets on me. Excellent. That's a deal. There you go. You'll find us on a Saturday. Look for Brian and I making a fools of ourselves at Riverscape and then a beer afterwards at Warpoint. Excellent. Deal. And yeah, do you have any other last minute thoughts you want to add to people who might be hearing from hearing this out of town? But come to Dayton. Like I, I, you need to know that you're gonna you're gonna eat, drink well, and be entertained while you're here in a very friendly, accessible city. Absolutely. Can we say that any better? That's no, I don't think so. I think they really should end it there. Done. And wish everybody a good week till the next time we talk to them. Thanks for dialing in. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Brian and Brian. Thank you very much. This is Brian. And this is Brian. See you next time.